Hey, welcome to our weekly three-minute therapy podcast. I'm Dr. Michael Edelstein, a clinical psychologist, and I'm here as usual with my co-host, Mick Berry, and uh, we discuss subjects related to REBT, Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy. Mick, do you want to describe Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy since I usually do? Yeah, thanks for asking. Yeah, it was formulated in the 50s, I believe the early 50s by Albert Ellis. And the idea is that it isn't just randomly that we have feelings, but our thoughts are connected to our feelings. And even more importantly, the things that we experience and whatever may happen to us, whatever we engage in, whatever we may do, the results of our efforts are not what determine our feelings, but it's the way that we think about our circumstances and our endeavors that causes us to feel the way we do. And so Albert Ellis started realizing, well, if we want to get rid of self-defeating feelings like anxiety, depression, anger, rage, then we can change our thinking so that we feel better and then are more able to live our life in a productive and happy way. Yeah, yeah, very good. And if you listen to people speak, they usually don't seem to understand that concept. And they will often say, I'm stressed because, and then they'll discuss a situation. I'm stressed because I just got fired. I'm stressed because I had an argument with my wife. I'm stressed because um, I have COVID, uh, etc. But as Mick is saying, that's not the way it works. You're stressed because of what you're telling yourself about these events, not about uh, not directly caused by the events. Yeah, Mick. Yeah, and some situations are more difficult than others, such as most people do find divorce stressful, but there is a way to endure it and work through something like divorce with minimizing and even eliminating the stress. Yeah, and the way to do that, uh, as Mick had said, is look to your your thinking that's causing the stress, and your thinking uh, normally is in the form of demands. Must, should, supposed to's, have to's, look for the three main demands Uh, I must do well and get approval. Others must treat me well, and my life must go well. And then question, challenge, contradict those musts, and show yourself, although your preferences make sense, making them into musts and demands makes no sense. Mick? Yeah, and I just wanted to say we could define what we mean by stress. And by stress, I think what we're meaning is anxiety, depression, or anger. Exactly. exactly. Because if you're getting divorced and you were counting on staying happily married, it makes sense to be sad about that. We're not talking about sadness or grief if somebody dies. We're talking about the emotions we have that prohibit us from moving forward in our goals. Yep. Yep. Good. Thanks for that addition. Uh, Today, we're going to be discussing uh, the concept of deserving, which people often bring up either in a positive or a negative negative way. I deserve something better 
because I'm such a hard worker or I deserve to be uh, treated better because I'm such a good spouse. Uh, so those are uh, ways people use deserving. I was in a therapy supervision group yesterday and they used it in a negative way. I deserve uh, to be punished because I do poorly. <laughs> so so the, the definition of uh, deserve is to do something or have qualities worthy of a reward. So normally people use it in a positive way. And I think behind the idea of deserving is one of those shoulds or must demands we were pointing to. I must be treated better. I deserve it. Or I must have a reward because I've earned it. But as uh, Mick was saying and we were saying, there's no reason anything must happen if it's not happening. If it's not happening, then all the antecedent conditions for it to happen is not in effect. So it's not going to happen. Demanding that it must happen, that you deserve something you're not getting, does it not work? Mick? And also, we do not advocate lying down and give, playing dead and just giving up if you've got a goal that isn't being achieved. The thing is, if we start to get depressed that it, things aren't working out the way we want them to, or if we're angry about it, this isn't working out, it ought to work out, we then prohibit ourselves from looking at what we can do to increase our chances to have it work out. So demanding that things go our way, saying I deserve something, it must work out, actually hinders us. Whereas if we're able to say, well, this isn't going the way I want it to yet, what can I do? What can I do? Yep. Underlying the idea of deserving, as Mick is pointing out, is a preference. You would like something to happen. So what can I do to make it happen? Yeah. Hey, I didn't have anything to add on that. Did you have a last word, Mick? Well, yeah, and actually, I don't know if I want it to be the last word because I have a question here. Yeah. And that is, I had somebody once tell me, well, you don't get what you deserve, you get what you accept. But I don't think that's really true either because uh, if, I am, let's say, trying to be a basketball player in the NBA and I try out for a team and I don't make the team and I don't accept that I don't make the team. I'm going to try out for another team and I'm not going to accept anything except getting on the team. But if I'm not good enough, I still might not make the team no matter how much I don't accept not making it on the team. So the only thing I can think of is you get what you get. You don't get what you uh, what you accept. You don't get what you deserve. You end up getting what you get. You can strive to get something, but ultimately all you can do is try and keep trying and adjust your approach, and you end up getting what you get. Yeah, and also uh, since you're mentioning acceptance, uh part of not disturbing yourself of getting what you get, whether you like it or not, is unconditional acceptance, accepting yourself, accepting others, and accepting your life as uh, 
as the imperfect person you are, other people are, and uh, life is. So the more you accept things, the more clear-headed you'll tend to be to then go ahead and try to change it. And that doesn't mean settling for not achieving what you want to achieve. If I, I have a good friend who wanted to become pregnant and uh, she, they, she and her husband kept trying for pregnancy and it just wasn't working out, but they didn't just settle for, oh, well, we're not going to try to become, to produce a pregnancy here. They kept at it. And uh, they accept, she did tell me it was very much easier once she accepted, wow, I don't know what to do here. We're seeing doctors. But once she accepted, well, there's no reason it shouldn't be this difficult. It was much easier to continue. And they ended up having a pregnancy. Yeah. And uh, if you don't get what you think you deserve, you could go for second best. So if uh, a woman wants to get pregnant and she's tried and failed, then second best could be surrogacy or adopting a child or probably other options as well. Yeah. So, so don't uh, make the perfect be the enemy of the good. There's always second best. Yeah, and it's also, Michael, what do you think about this? If you're trying to achieve something and it's very hard to achieve your goal, all you can do is continue to try and use your head as much as you can to try several different angles and several different approaches. And if you don't want to give up, you can continue to try as long as you want to try. Do you have anything to add to that? What's that? Do you have anything to add to that? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. And you could also accept the fact that you've tried as much as you care to try, and that you'd rather point your efforts on some other projects and uh, go on to something else. So that's another option. Well, and I just find personally there are lots of things I've been trying my to achieve my whole life and I'm not giving up on them. So I don't like the idea of stopping something. I want to continue to strive for something and never stop. And one of two things is going to happen. I'm going to get what I want or I'm going to die trying. Okay. That's very admirable. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think we're ready to conclude here. And I wanted to thank Chris Rossini, our tech engineer. Thanks Mick for, for uh, joining me on our performances and uh, comment below if you had any thoughts about deserving REBT or related issues. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed this. Uh, give us a like also and suggest subjects. If you have something you'd like us to discuss, let us know. Volunteer if you'd like to be on with us, ask to ask questions, to get feedback, to get supervision if you're a therapist and uh, subscribe to the three minute therapy podcast to stay on the rational, on the rational side, side of life. Of life.